Hey friends, and Happy New Year. I'm your host, Jody Caracosta, ministry leader at Somebody Cares America International, author and traveler on this journey of faith. In our last episode of Her God Story, we talked about waiting on a promise from God. This time, we'll explore what it looks like when our promise finally comes. As I mentioned before, several Christian leaders I know believe an increase in the fulfillment of God's promise is coming. Suddenly, those things we've been waiting for, hoping for, believing for, praying for will finally happen. Sometimes the wait is short, but other times the wait seems to go on forever. From the time God gave Joseph a dream, it was 13 plus long and laborious years until he was suddenly elevated to second in command of one of the greatest nations on earth at the time. Moses was a shepherd in Midian for 40 years before God called him to free the Israelites. And the Israelites were in bondage 400 years before they were suddenly set free to go to the promised land. So Mary's wait of nine months seems pretty short. What happens though when the promise comes? When Joseph took charge in Egypt, there was a whole lot of work to be done. When Moses was called to free the Israelites, he had to face down Pharaoh and all his armies. When the Israelites joyfully left Egypt, they had a long walk ahead of them. And when Jesus was born, Mary had to feed, change, bathe, and care for his every need. A promise fulfilled by God will definitely change your life and likely give you added responsibility. As I was pondering this in light of Mary's story, the Lord showed me a few things that are relevant to us. So let's look some more at Mary. First, our expectations are rarely right. Mary's promise sure did not come as she expected. When Mary thought about giving birth to the Messiah, I doubt she thought she'd be doing it in a stable far from home. She might have assumed she'd be at her parents' house on a soft pallet with her mom coaching her through the contractions, but it wasn't like that. A lot of other Israelites thought their Messiah would be born in a palace, and when that didn't happen, they completely missed the significance of Jesus' birth. Mary didn't miss it, of course. She was in the middle of it, but I'm sure this promise did not come when or where she thought it would. We have to lay down our expectations about the promise we're waiting for so we don't misread it or miss it altogether. When the Jesus Movement revival swept across the country back in the 1970s, God saved hippies, druggies, violent gang members, and others that church people were not quite ready for. When they arrived at the door of the churches, they were full of zeal and joy but they still looked like hippies, druggies, and gang members. The churches that opened the doors and embraced this sudden move of God saw exponential growth, not only numerically, but also spiritually. And the revival we are waiting for and praying for won't come as we might expect, but it will be a glorious work of God. We have to lay down our expectations. Second, when the wait is over, the work begins. I mentioned it earlier, but it bears repeating. Once Jesus was born, Mary had a lot of work to do. At that time, Jesus was helpless. He was definitely the Messiah, but Mary had to feed him, burp him, clothe him, change him, and everything else moms do for their children. Her job, her role, wasn't over when the promise came. That's when life got busy. I had a promise of my own fulfilled. When I was in my early 20s, I desired a big family. When thinking of children, the number six seemed good to me. But as the years went by and I was still single, I figured that was a dream of my own making, not one that God had put in my heart. But then I met my widowed husband-to-be. 
And just a month shy of my 40th birthday, I went from being single to being stepmom of six kids overnight. As you can imagine, life got very busy. And I have to say, it was not how I expected it would happen. My life changed and I had a lot more responsibility. Some days I didn't like the sacrifices I had to make, but that was all part of the promise fulfilled and one that I'm very glad of. When salvation comes to a loved one, discipleship will be needed, and that takes effort. When healing comes, your daily routine will be altered for the good, but work will be required. When a promotion comes, there will be more responsibility to manage. When revival comes, there may be long days and nights of ministry. It will all be worth it, but it won't happen without our intense involvement. So get ready to change and get ready to work. Third, treasure the moments and all God's wonder in your hearts. You're going to need it. Let's set the stage for a minute. Mary and Joseph had just finished an arduous journey, were staying in a stable with some animals, and she went into labor. Joseph, who likely had never delivered anything before since he was a carpenter, is the one who delivers Jesus. They wrap him, laying him in a manger, thinking, whew, now let's get some rest. When suddenly a bunch of shepherds come running up looking for their baby. These shepherds are excited and they tell how angels appeared and told them the Messiah would be here in the manger. At this point, I'm sure Mary was exhausted and just wanted to be left alone, but she knew better. She knew God was speaking to her through the shepherd's tale. She took note of what they said and treasured every word. Over the years, when times were challenging, I have no doubt she remembered it all. And the words of God she treasured in her heart helped her trust even when she did not understand what God was doing. Fourth, be assured God will provide. After Jesus' birth, Mary and Joseph apparently settled in Bethlehem. In Matthew 2.11, we see the Magi find Mary and Jesus in a house. Maybe there were still hostility in Nazareth about Mary's premarital pregnancy and it was easier to live in Bethlehem. Maybe there was more work for Joseph in Bethlehem. But for whatever reason, they stayed. We don't know exactly how long they were there, but it could have been up to two years. And based on the little we know, it seems like they were doing okay. Then the Magi present them with some very valuable gifts just in time for their flight to Egypt. Joseph and Mary had no idea they'd be fleeing in the middle of the night to another country. I'm sure they couldn't take much, but they could use the gifts the Magi gave to live on until Joseph could find some work again. That might have been what sustained Mary and her family after Joseph's death as well. We just don't know. So even if stewarding the promise God is giving you seems like it requires more resources than you have, be assured God will provide. Finally, quick obedience is required. There is generally fierce opposition whenever God's at work. Of course, God is able to bring to completion everything he starts, but quick obedience on our part is required. When Herod heard that Messiah was born, he was enraged. He ordered the slaughter of every boy near Bethlehem that was two years old or younger. So in the middle of another night, an angel woke up Joseph and told him to get up and take Mary and Jesus to Egypt. Mary and Joseph didn't wait until morning. They got up right then and there. God could have hidden and protected Jesus in Bethlehem, but his purposes required them to go to Egypt. It fulfilled a prophecy about Messiah that had been given in Hosea 11 verse 1. Even after our promise comes, we may not always understand what God's doing, 
but we can trust he knows what's best. So when he speaks to us, obey his voice quickly. I'm excited about all God has in store for us this year. I believe many things we've been waiting on will come to pass. When they do, we must embrace the change their fulfillment brings into our lives. Let's lay down our expectations of how, when, and through whom God will work. We must be ready to roll up our sleeves and do the work required to steward well what God brings into our lives. Treasure every God encounter and every word of encouragement. Be assured that God will provide everything we need to do His will and joyfully and quickly obey God's voice so He can continue to move in, for, and through you. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, you know the plans you have for us, plans to prosper us and give us a future and a hope. I thank you that this year, 2023, will be a year of seeing your hand at work, doing more than we could ask or think. Father, I ask you to encourage and equip the precious saints who listen to this episode. 2 Peter 1.3 tells us that your divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. So thank you. And now, Lord, I ask that you would quickly fulfill the promises we've been waiting and praying and believing for. Let us see them burst forth in the natural realm. Salvations, healing, deliverance, promotion, expansion, all for your glory. And I ask all this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. In my next episode, you'll hear another God story that will equip and encourage you in your walk with the Lord. In our show notes at HerGodStory.org, you can find links to scriptures and other helpful information. You can also download a free six-week devotional on women of the Bible to help you start the year right, or purchase a 12-week devotional book for just $12, and all the proceeds will go to help widows and orphans. We ask that you also consider a generous donation to our Widow and Orphan Fund by clicking on the Widow and Orphan link at the top of the HerGodStory.org page. We'd love to pray for you on our 24-7 prayer and text line. So give us a call anytime at 855-459-CARE or email us at prayer at somebodycares.org. If you enjoyed this podcast, please review it on your favorite streaming service and share it with someone you know who might enjoy it too. And now, dear friends, I bless you with 2 Corinthians 13, verse 14. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all year long. Her God Story is a ministry of Somebody Cares America and International. To find out more about or support the ministry, go to somebodycares.org.